So we're talking about community and community building and how women have historically been a big part of community building and maintenance. And I think the best place to start when we're talking about that is to start talking about the costs of community. And when we've got Nell here who's spoken up about, you know, how people have responded to her attempts to build community like, ah, no, not that, not food. You know, like people are freaking out and run off. And, um, and so that's not a good thing. Um, but why do people do that? Well, it's because cost community has a cost. And community has a cost of, let's start with, you're just known. You're known for who you are. You're known for how your kids act, how your animals act, whether you keep your house clean, what's your yard look like, how do you dress, um, how do you act when you're tired and grumpy. You know, it's not like you can just be the person that goes into the yoga class and, you know, has the, you know, lotus shirt on and you're like, oh yeah, I'm totes committed to a healthy life. And then, you know, the people don't know that you're going to have a steak for dinner. Now, personally, I'm all about the steak for dinner, not so much about the yoga, but, you know, if you have a community, you can't do that. I'm here and I'm one person here and another person here and there's no overlap and there's nobody knows this about me and nobody's in my business and nobody's going to, you know, judge me for this or this and how they don't fit and how they don't, you know, match what I'm trying to say. Um, cause you're known. And, um, I live somewhere that that is actually really, really, um, not possible. And I've talked to people that live in smaller places and kind of been like, yeah, well, that's not how that works. Not here. Um, like I think about my two next door neighbors. Um, I never see them anywhere else. Um, the one folks have lived here for about five years and the other people have actually lived here longer than we have, at least at this juncture. I think they've lived here for about 25 years, maybe 30. Um, I never see them at the store. I never see them at any worship services. I never see them at the beach. I never see them. I, I literally never see these people except when they're at home. So like, getting in and out of our front of our cars if we're working in our front yard or because we have like these weird hilly yards i can see them in the backyard too uh which none of us like but that is what it is so like these people are virtual strangers to me i just happen to live next to them that's not very community and you know i think about all the places that people call community like my gym or my even my church um you know and the, the school we go to, it's drop in, drop out. Like even my church, um, I go to church of about 3000 people. Um, it's a great church. Uh, but again, because I live in such a highly mobile place and with a lot of people in my city, I don't see most of the people that I go to church with anywhere but church. And so it's completely possible to drop in and drop out of my church. I could go to any number of churches of uh, a similar denomination, if not the same denomination, within 10 minutes drive of my house, 15 on the outside. So if I didn't, you know, say I was under church discipline for something and they had excommunicated me from the fellowship, I could just go to a different church. No one would know. Uh, maybe if I tried to take some sort of position of authority, somebody might and I do say might, call my old church to check up on me. 
but you know only if I uh, told them what my old church was I, and that's kind of how life is now right I and mean, then no one knows you when you go into community you become known and that is a cost um you know, when you're in community, you have to reorient yourself to people rather than projects. So one of the things, and I will talk about this a lot, a lot, a lot, is that in modernity, um, we have moved so that we're very focused on economics. And we're f focused, especially women, and this is one thing I really object to about um, feminism, particularly mo modern feminism, is they equate value with economic value and um, that's um, damaging but if you're in community you make a sacrifice of time and availability and presence uh, and sometimes you know actual money to benefit the people around you that's that's a cost that is a cost that you are you are incurring from being part of the community you are having an opportunity cost because you chose to go to a community event rather than rest to be ready for work or you went to a community event or you know you you know rather than you know went to a job fair or you know you do these things rather than entertain yourself um, lull yourself to sleep or pursue a wage and that's a choice that's a choice that murder nerdy has made um, so that's a cost if we want to go back to community we have to be honest about that cost um, we have to be honest about the fact that if we're going to be really in community we're going to have to slow down and make space for ourselves um, you know you have to make space for other people like if you're really in community and you're like actually see people you know at the grocery store which is a crazy concept for me um then you're gonna have to ha actually say hi and speak a few words to you know maintain that community existence and um you know that's not a thing for most of us so when we're saying okay well community has costs do I want to be a part of community is this my thing all that that's a real thing um, you know and you have to be concerned about that um, or you at least have to take that under consideration uh, you, that you're going to pay that cost um, you are going to have to participate in community stuff like there's some sort of community event, whether it's annually or, you know, every few weeks or whatever, or even every week where you're expected to show up. Even if you are like the most introverted person in the planet, you're still expected to show up for certain things. Um, and if you're part of the community, we want you to show up for us. We want you to give back if, you know, a good community will give space for everybody to give back in whatever way that they are most capable of giving back but they're going to be expected to give back so again that's a cost um, we're gonna expect you to stay with us and um, you know just be part of our association and not go away as we've invested in you well you can't leave us 
we expect you to reciprocate and invest back, maybe not in us directly, but in other members of our community or whatever. This is going to cost you time. Um, time to be part of the community, time to, you know, spend with each other, time to teach, you know, time to speak, time to develop and maintain relationships. It costs time. Um, it There's this thing called gossip, <laughs> Uh, and that is really ugly and nasty and sinful. And, you know, the Bible's pretty darn clear about that. And um, no problem with that. But it is a lot more prevalent in a community than it is with a bunch of strangers. Because, quite frankly, as much as I gossip about my neighbors is, Ugh, I cannot believe they had another party. Why do they have to be so loud? It's not gossip, it's complaining. It's whining. Um, I could probably not do that, but it's not gossip. Whereas if I actually know somebody, then I might, you know, say, oh, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe she threw another party. I mean, do you know what her finances are like? Girl, you know, you can go there. And that's a thing. Um, I have a friend, and this was fairly recently. You think this would be like, you know, in the 1950s or 1960s. And no, it was in um, the 2000s. And she'd moved back to the community that her mom happened to live in. And she was out. And this is a 40-something-year-old woman at this point. She was out on her porch, you know, after midnight, just sitting on her porch, hanging out. Somebody called her mama and told on her for being up at that hour. Like, what? How do you not have something better to do than call somebody's mom? I mean, they're... I, I don't even know. But... You know, people that have lived in small towns or in, you know, been in tight community know that that's a thing. Um, if we're going to take up community again, we're going to have to figure out some disincentives to gossip. That's going to be interesting, and I do want to hear your ideas on that. Uh, that's the thing. You know, when we are working in as a community, like when we have our backs together to move forward, you know, as a group we move more slowly. Now, like we're moving as a group, we're moving more safely, you know, whatever, we're accomplishing our goals, but we move more slowly. It's like we are buses, right? And um, those people that are running by themselves are sports cars. Well, the buses might get 60 people to the destination, whereas the sports car is only going to get two, but <laughs> the sports car is getting there a lot faster and can go wherever they want on side trips and the whole nine. It's a choice. In modernity, we have chosen for everybody to ride a sports car, um, and then we don't get realistic about the fact that every, not everybody's, you know, driving a sports car. Some of us are, you know, in 40-year-old VW bugs with bad spark plugs. Um, you know, and then we have complaints about how that works. Uh, you know, there are problems with having gotten rid of community. But again, there are costs, too. If you are actually driving a sports car, and then now you're going to ride the bus because you've decided to be a participant with the rest of these people, you are, in fact, making a sacrifice. And we ha really have to be realistic about that. If we're going to do this community thing, we got to know that. Um, you know, in modernity, we have... Um, replaced the benefits of community 
with cash. So cash can buy you independence. If you make enough money, um, you don't need a whole group of people to take care of your elderly. You can pay somebody to do it. If you have enough cash, you can pay for a great education and you can pay for um, a nanny and you can pay for all this stuff that a community, a thriving community would provide. Um, and you then, of course, it's on your terms because you're paying for it, right? And it does exactly what you want and you don't have to put any time or whatever of your own in on making things work. You know, you're not lonely. Of course, you're not lonely. You can go to the massage therapist or the restaurant or the psychologist whenever you need to be with other people. Um, you can pay for it. So if we're not going to be real about uh, the exchange, then we're never going to get back to community. I've got a friend that calls it all LARPing, live action role play. Um, that's the thing. Do we want to LARP or do we want to do this? We are, you know, also a low trust society um, because we do have the ability to get up and leave whenever we want to. I mean, at this point, you know, marriages where you're standing up and saying, you know, until death do us part, you know, even marriage is considered something that you can leave. I know the divorce rates have plummeted, but the mental space that we give that you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, we can always break it off if this is not a thing. Um, we worried that people are not just going to be like us. We worry that the dog's going to bark in the background. Um, you know, there's a lot of costs to community. I'd like to hear what you have to think uh, about this. But if we can't be real about what community costs, we can never be in a place where we can build it. Because we have to be able to pay the cost to get the benefits. And we have to convince other people that, they're wor that it's worthwhile to. I look forward to hearing what you have to say.